You're listening to the Jesus for Everyone podcast, a podcast where we talk about the intersection of faith and social justice and what a first century Jewish prophet of the poor from Galilee offers us today in our work of love, compassion, and justice. To support this podcast, go to renewedheartministries.com and click donate. So this week, let's be honest, sometimes following Jesus and working for social change, whether within faith communities or outside of them, it can be hard and sometimes even feel impossible. And when we become afraid, that's okay. You're in the right story. Welcome everyone to episode 482. My name is Herb Montgomery and our title this week is When Working for Justice Feels Like Walking on Water. Our reading is from the Gospel of Matthew 14, 22-33. Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, "'Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid.'" Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and called him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. So the earliest canonical version of this story that we have is from the Gospel of Mark, Mark uh, 6, 47-52. Matthew is the one that adds the details here of Peter following Jesus by walking on the water, too. In Mark's version, Peter's attempt is strangely absent. It's not in the story. And also in Mark's earlier version, the disciples are are just left befuddled in a not-sure-what-to-think kind of amazement in verse 51 of Mark 6. In Matthew, though, by contrast, uh, the disciples... Instead, they affirm with this certitude, truly you are the Son of God. And we'll talk about these two different endings in a moment, but first, let's just acknowledge how strange a story like this is to our post-Enlightenment, science-informed minds today. No one today believes that it's possible for any of us to walk on water. And and that's why the, I, I firmly believe that this story, it was not written for our time and place, but for its original audience that, that looked at the world very differently. So let's look at a few of the, the possible roots of, of this story. First, let's look at the Hebrew scriptures and let's, let's keep in mind that in the Matthean Jesus community of Jesus followers, 
most of the early Jesus followers would have been Jewish. And describing the divine in the book of Job in the Hebrew scriptures, we see in Job 9, 8, God alone stretches out the heavens and treads on the waves of the sea. In Job 38, 16, it says, Have you journeyed to the springs of the sea or walked in the recesses of the deep? And consider also Psalm 77, 16 through 19, the water saw you, God. The water saw you and writhed. The very depths were convulsed. The clouds poured down water. The heavens resounded with thunder. Your arrows flashed back and forth. Your thunder was heard in the whirlwind. Your lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and quaked. Your path led through the sea. Your way through the mighty waters, though your footprints were not seen. So in, in this ancient story, Worry, the waters then, uh, it's the, here in Psalms, the waters were then parted so that the people uh, of God could then follow God's way through the seas. But in Matthew, Peter attempts to walk on the sea like Jesus. And before Jesus too, you find in 2 Maccabees this description of the oppressor of the Jewish people Antiochus. And this this one I, I don't know if we should how much we should give credence to it. It's it's not necessarily saying Antiochus was, uh, thought he could walk on water, but that uh he was just confused. It says in his arrogance, he, he thought he could sail on the land and walk on the sea. But nonetheless, Add all of this, this background, this Hebrew scriptures, this background there in Jewish wisdom, to add to all of that, the Hellenistic legend um, within the culture that was surrounding Matthew's Jesus and the community there in which they lived, uh, the, the Hellenistic story of how certain characters crossed the seas rapidly and by various uh, magical means. One of those stories in Hellenism is the story of Orion, the son of, of the god Poseidon. And, and Orion, it says, born of of you know, divine father, but a human mother, it says that uh, Hesiod says that Orion was the son of Ariel, the, the daughter of Minos and of Poseidon, and that there was given him as a gift the power of walking on the waves as though upon the land. So as strange as this story may be to us today, uh, it again, it would not have been strange at all for those who originally heard it. What it would have done is it would have put but uh, Jesus on the same uh, gr competing ground um, as, that Caesar was on. Because remember, Caesar claimed to also be of divine origin or, or the son of God. And, and remember, early Christianity was competing with, with the Roman Empire. So the story, again, it would have instead uh, immediately signaled to those who heard Matthew's gospel just what the claims of the Mathean community about Jesus were. And this story ends, too, with this, this, the disciples. They're explicitly proclaiming, remember, uh, in the Matthew uh, version, like the, the Hellenists uh, claim about Orion, that Jesus truly was the Son of God. And again, 
There is another difference in the Matthew story than Mark's. It's Peter's attempt to follow Jesus and walking on the water. And this is the part of the story that I believe I think can still speak to us today. Although the the largely written for those in that worldview back then with the, the competing interest of back then, there is something very powerful here. Again, in the previous chapter of Matthew's Jesus story, Jesus had just explained how, how the gospel of love for one another manifested in inclusion and justice and and shaping a community or a kingdom that's safe for everyone uh, was was uh, considered by the elites the powerful the property the privileged of his society to be like a, a weed or to be a corrupting influence and they they considered it remembered to, um, uh, to be a negative that had to be kept from spreading in the hearts of the, the masses and uh, that it had to be dealt with or it would transform the entire uh, society like leaven and dough. And for us today, the story of Jesus walking on the water and Peter's attempt to follow him, again, it is a, especially when you consider that Peter's trying to follow him on these rough seas and to walk just on the surface of those, that is a very powerful metaphor for us in our justice work today. There are times when following Jesus and working toward a world that is safe and that's compassionate, that is just for everyone, it's just difficult. It's 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 hard. It's almost impossible. It's it feels at times as possible as walking on water, especially when those benefiting from the status quo or the powers that be view this as a negative, as leaven or as something to be weeded out. And I don't want to make uh, it, it sound like it's harder to follow Jesus than it is, but I do want to be honest about how difficult at times it is genuinely is working for justice in a world where you have powerful communities benefiting by injustice it's difficult today following jesus means standing up to the winds and waves of things like racism or white supremacy and christian nationalism things like misogyny and patriarchy or or homophobia transphobia biphobia i'm thinking about some things that just transpired recently, last weekend, in, in the faith tradition I was raised in. Um, economic elitism, the waves of classism, the waves of ableism, um, xenophobia in relation to migrants, and, and so many more. And, and, and those these societal issues, even though they're not directly named in the Jesus story, his story does model the, the principles of being a, a source of healing and life in our world when facing those kinds of things that do harm. The, the, the principles for how we're to respond to death dealing in our world, they are laid out in the Jesus story for us to apply in our own time and in our own context. And when we seek to stand up against those things that do harm today, the way that Jesus stood up to systemic harm in his own society, we can too often find ourselves like Peter outside the boat at times. In those times, even our material survival 
could could be seen as impossible as walking on water. And this is why in many, many grassroots communities of Jesus followers that are working toward some form of liberation, the saying is often repeated that God makes a way out of no way, because often you can't see the way forward. You can't see a pathway for, uh, ahead. And sometimes following Jesus, making the world a better place, making working for a more just society where everyone's safe, and even at the same time surviving economically or socially or or materially, it just feels as impossible as walking on water for Peter. But that is what it means to choose to follow Jesus in his work. It's in moments like this that the words of this beautiful story, as strange as it is, this beautiful story uh, means something to us. We hear the words, take courage. It is I. It's hard, but don't be afraid. And when Peter tried to follow, but because of the waves of the wind, because he he became afraid and found himself beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. The story says that immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him with the words, you of little faith, why do you doubt? So, So this week... Let's be honest, sometimes following Jesus and working for social change, whether within faith communities or outside of them, it can be hard and sometimes even feel impossible. And when we become afraid, that's okay. You're in the right story. Keep doing what you can and don't lose heart. Don't give up. Today, even if at times it feels like we're being called to step out of the boat to walk on the water, We are making a way out of no way, and together we're not alone. We don't know what tomorrow will hold, but I believe with all my heart that our efforts will in the end pay off. Heart Group application this week. Share something that spoke to you from this week's e-site or podcast episode with your heart group. Number two, think of the times in your own experience when following the teachings of Jesus felt like getting out of the boat and walking on water for you. Share that and discuss that with your group. And then number three, what can you do this week, big or small, to continue setting in motion the work of shaping our world into a safe, compassionate, just home for everyone. Thanks for checking in with us today. I want to say a special thank you to all of you out there who support our work, um, to all of our supporters. If you would like to join them in supporting Renewed Heart Ministries work, you can do so by going to RenewedHeartMinistries.com and clicking Donate. You can find Renewed Heart Ministries on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. If you haven't done so already, Please follow us on your chosen social media platform for our daily posts. We post something almost every day there. And also, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please take a moment to like and subscribe and leave us a positive review there as well. Those positive reviews help other people find our podcast as well. Also, I want to take a a moment and remind you we're, we're still partnering in a new weekly YouTube show called Just Talking. Each week, Todd Littern and I will be talking about the upcoming gospel lectionary reading for for the upcoming weekend. We'll be talking about each reading in the context of love and inclusion and societal justice. If you teach from the lectionary each week, or if you're just looking for some thoughts on the Jesus story from a more progressive perspective within the the context of social justice, check it out. You might like it. You can find uh, Just Talking on YouTube each week at 
at youtube.com forward slash at Herb and Todd just talking. Please take a moment there too to like and subscribe and hit the notification button. Leave us a comment. Let us know you were there. If you'd like to reach us here at Renewed Heart Ministries through email, you can reach us at info at renewedheartministries.com. And lastly, my new book, Finding Jesus, a story of a fundamentalist preacher who unexpectedly discovered the social, political, and economic teachings of the Gospels is also available at renewedheartministries.com. Right where you are this week, keep living in love, choosing compassion, taking action, and working toward justice. I love each of you dearly. I'll see you next week. (music) 